everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Swallow Your Whistle podcast, the sickest sports opinions brought to you by the two sickest presenters. Woo! <coughs> Literally. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, hey, the Super Bowl was this weekend. Super Bowl! I don't know exactly what that is, but everybody's talking about it. Never heard of it before. Yeah, apparently a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. I've... Yeah, this is really, really big deal. Apparently, I kind of just spent my Sunday playing Goat Simulator. Yeah. And trying to recover. There was some, like, halftime show that I guess old women are upset about not being family friendly, despite them all drooling over Adam mm. Levine shirtless last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. White women last year drooling. White women this year. How dare they? This Super Bowl halftime show isn't very family friendly. Shut up. <laughs> it's not about you. And it's not really about the game either, but we no. can talk about that, I guess. <coughs> There's a game? There, there I, was I, a I game. I just saw Shakira. I don't know. I mean, I got what I wanted. I got a good game. I, I got... was wrong, which proves that the only force on this podcast that's more cursed <laughs> than my predictions is your betting. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? At least I got what I wanted, so. Yeah, that's true. It, it, was, it was a good game. It was a very good game. I will say game. that. Um, as far as our predictions went, I think I had said that I don't see the Chiefs stopping the Niners running, which was Which was correct mostly until true. Kyle Shanahan decided he was going to try to let Jimmy G be a hero, and we all know that Jimmy G can't do shit, so... I don't even think it was as much that, like... I know that you love jumping on the train that he fucked up, and I know uh, when we listened to the herd, Colin was claiming that it was like a one-throw difference in the game. Like, Jimmy G wasn't really that bad. Um, But I feel like the truth lies somewhere in the middle there. Obviously, he didn't have a perfect game, and a majority of his stats came on, like, open passes. I don't think he necessarily lost his team the game, though. I mean, he had a chance to win, win his team the game. That's true. And Emmanuel Sanders was had probably two steps on the corner for the Chiefs and just completely overshot him. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, listen, I don't think Jimmy G is awful. I think he's serviceable. I just don't think he's a top 15 quarterback. You think he's... Bottom half of the league in terms of quarterbacking skill. I mean, I I don't really want to go do a show where you just I name fourteen other quarterbacks I'd rather have than Jimmy Garoppolo. But I can do that. Uh, I'm per- not gonna hold you to it. I'm just curious if that's what your opinion is. I I mean, I was thinking about it, and honestly, this might sound crazy. But if you give me the option of Jimmy Garoppolo or Jameis Winston, I'm taking Jameis Winston. Really? Yes. Really? Because for me, I think that Jameis has the talent. He just, he makes a lot of mistakes, which I think you can coach that. Yeah, but Jimmy doesn't make those mistakes. Right. This is, by the way, a wonderfully hot take. I really like it. Yeah, no, no, listen. I think, for me, you. I think you can coach those mistakes out of a quarterback yeah i don't think that you can i mean because Jameis has a hell of a lot of talent 
So I mean, you're using the high ceiling, low floor kind of argument. Yes, I think I think that Jameis has a much higher ceiling, I th- but I think his floor is lower. But I think that, you know, I, I just think that Jameis is, he throws a better ball. I mean, he, he, yes, he makes way more mistakes. But if you put Jameis Winston on a team with those players, he's going to go off. That's fair. I mean, you give him Emmanuel Sanders and George Kill. I mean, Lord. <laughs> you also give him as opposed to Goodwin and um, Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean he he has good weapons, but all he doesn't have the coaching. That's my biggest thing. I mean, he, okay. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's for as much as I I want to, I probably will clown on him for choking again. Uh. He's a damn good coach when it's not the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, that's when they lost the game. Uh, Got to play all four quarters. Mm, um, obviously, like... Patrick Mahomes brought the Chiefs roaring back. Damian Williams should have won Super Bowl MVP, but it's the quarterback award, so. Yeah, basically. it's Which, I don't have a huge problem with Mahomes winning it because, well, he was amazing in that fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah but, but he also was the one who created the situation where they had to then win correct. in the fourth quarter. Correct. Like, to say that Mahomes didn't play a great first three is absolutely fair. No, it's accurate. It's, I mean, like, he wasn't good. He was throwing behind his receivers, uh, under-throwing oh, right, no. them. The second interception was just, he threw way behind Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill tried to grab it and just got tipped. Yeah, I basically. Mean, like, it it was not a perfect game for him, which I think is lame that the MVP at that point is literally just, well, which quarterback's team won? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's basically what it was. But. Yeah, as opposed to, like, because to me, it should have gone to either Damian Williams or if the Niners had won, uh, should have gone to Debo Samuel. Yeah. Because no, he Debo, carried the Niners. Well, I mean... I think the, actually the correct answer is Juszczyk because fullbacks. Yeah, but I mean realistically, Devo <laughs> no, Samuel. Devo, Devo was. He had really, an argument really to be made. He had a really really good game. Yeah. Um, are either of these teams going to be back here next year? I know it's a little early Ooh, for that, but. Uh, I would say Niners. No. No. The Chiefs. Oh, I. I might say yes, but it's just it's so hard to win in the NFL when you're not the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, because yeah. I mean, I, I remember when Rodgers won in 2011, and it was you know, oh, how many Super Bowls is he gonna, is he gonna win? This team one. is amazing. Has been back since. Mm-hmm. Now, the the Chiefs are much are constructed a lot better than those Packers teams. Yeah, because it was just like high powered offense and. Literally, a defensive player came into the front office of the Packers because I guess his contract was up, and they said, "Look, we're not going to re-up you because we're just going to basically have it in Rogers' hands, and he's going to go win us all the games." Uh, yeah. And well, we also solid that. strategy there, guys. Yeah, basically. But I mean, I I'm not going to say I don't trust the Ravens, but we saw what happened happens to the Ravens in the playoffs, and I I want to say that I see the Ravens getting the Super Bowl, but I don't we'll need we'll need some uh some more progress <laughs> to I mean, see them in the super bowl yeah for me because for me i mean lamar was amazing obviously all right he was season, but he's good i mean he the thing about lamar i love is the fact that he just for him for him it's 
I don't care what other people think about me. I'm going to keep working. Yeah. Which, Baker Mayfield, please, God, start doing that. Um, but, I mean, Lamar struggled. He just, he wasn't good in the play. He's, he's been horrific. Well, he wasn't horrific th- this year, but he was not great. Yeah. And against the Chargers, he was horrific. Yeah. And he improved drastically the next year. And this year he was really, really, I mean, he won the MVP, shit. Um, and so... So a little more work and a little more experience. Yeah, but, a little more experience. But it's not... I mean, the Super Bowl is never a guaranteed right. thing for I th- anybody. I think that if I was going to put my money on a team from the Super Bowl to make it back, it's the Chiefs. Hmm. Just because I think that, one, the AFC is a bit weaker. And they have to face the Ravens, which they can go toe-to-toe with the Ravens offensively. It's a matter of yeah, who's no, even steps true. up. Mm-hmm. But at the NFC, it's just... It's so difficult. I mean, I I mean the Saints are kind of fraudulent, as we found out. Um, I wouldn't say they're fraudulent, but I think to crown any team, right? I, I just, you're just inviting, yeah, freezing cold takes, yeah, and just being wrong, yeah. I mean, so the Saints are a really damn good football team. Uh, the Vikings, for as much as I hate them, th- their defense is phenomenal. Um, now. I think that their defense can carry them because, well, their defense kind of needs to carry them. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Kirk Cousins is a quarterback who's he's good enough to win a Super Bowl when he has this kind of team around him. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way Kirk Cousins is a Super Bowl It's certainly not like a one-man show the same way some other teams are put together. Right. Yeah. I, I mean... So I think I mean I think the Vikings are a legitimate Super Bowl contender, especially when they have Dalvin Cook in that defense. It's just it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean I think the Packers, if they have a good draft and free agent class, will will be Super Bowl contenders. I mean obviously they're not right now, but if they have a good draft and they have a good class and they pick up some more weapons, then they're that's that's a scary team. And can learn to play more than one half. <laughs> yeah. Well. Against the Niners, they don't they don't know how to play like from the opening kickoff. To, well, actually, no. The Packers can actually play you know the second half decently well. It's just the first half they get down by twenty eight. It's like oh this game's over. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get Rogers some like bullshit stat padding stats. Yeah. But I think that you know the Packers are definitely our contender, but they need to have a good off season. I I mean I saw I saw reports not really reports but like. People on Twitter are saying that they, the Packers might try to entertain a trade for LBJ, which, no. No. No, 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 no. No, no need for, for that. For one, I don't want that to happen. Two, that's a lot of money. Please. Yeah, especially with Three. a talented wide receiver class in this yeah, year's draft. That's the thing. They have, I mean, the get, receiving class is Get a so cheaper deep. guy who exactly. won't want to leave right away if the team he won't wanna, faces he, some hard well, you know, when he, he A player who he won't want to leave when the guy who's been there for however many years is the number one receiver. Yeah, I mean, that is something to think about. Um, There was one other uh, football thing I wanted to talk about before we moved on. Alright. Which is uh, Phillip Rivers. Yeah. He... So the Los Angeles Chargers have said they'll be moving on from their longtime uh, whipping boy, Philip Rivers. Oh God, poor Phil. Poor Phil is gonna go home. He's gonna think about it. Pop out six more kids. Uh, is he done? If not, where is he going? <coughs> um, I. 
I don't see where he'd go, honestly. I, Who needs a quarterback that badly? Um, I mean, I... I mean, maybe the Chargers and Patriots swap quarterbacks. I mean, that's... I don't I don't think so. Um, I just... I mean, if you look at who needs a quarterback, it's... I mean, you can argue... I mean, the Niners won't go after anyone. I mean, if you go through the, go through the other team, I can't really think of a team that desperately needs one. I mean, the Bengals are taking Burrow. Yeah. The Dolphins are probably getting Tua. Yeah. Um... Jets, Giants, I mean, Giants are, I mean, the Giants, maybe? I mean, they might want to put Daniel Jones behind a veteran. Yeah, I think it's more likely that Phillip Rivers ends up in a backup role for somebody. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Rivers probably retires, because I just don't think there's a spot for him, really. And Or a 17-bedroom house that can be easily found in a different city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, why the hell would you want to leave San Diego? That's true. I mean, what you have what nine kids? They're probably they're growing up. Why would you leave? I mean, yeah. So so I so you don't think uh, Bray's leaving? I don't think so. No. Um. I I would just see that as. I mean, I guess it could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he goes to like. I know it was rumored that the Raiders were interested, yeah. which I hope not. Mm-hmm. Like, find better solutions because Tom Brady, number one, I don't think will fix any of the issues in Oakland. Right. And number two, like, at best, you're looking at a year or two, mm. I think. So it'd be a super short-term, not very good solution. <coughs> I, mean, I just don't. Bring, bring people to see the games. Yeah, I get. I mean, and that will be critical because there's a really good chance that uh, if the Raiders don't play well, uh, it'll be like you know uh, Chargers 2.0, where it's just people coming into Vegas to catch a game for the weekend, and it's uh, every game's an away game. I could very much see that happening. Well, I mean, Vegas is just a crazy tourist town, so yeah. It's, it's a crazy tourist yeah. town, so that, I mean, that's already going to happen. So if you don't get actual Raiders fans on board yeah. after stabbing them in the back, uh-huh. like... I mean, yeah, I think that it's... I mean, even with, like, Vegas, like, during games, you can kind of hear, like, there are a lot of opposing fans. Yeah, but... Tom, um, and I just don't think Tom Brady's the way forward yeah, for the no, no. I, I soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't just stick with Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean... I mean, unless... Are their numbers really that, like, no. catastrophically no. different? No. And, I mean, for, and Carr's younger, and Brady wants $30-plus million. I mean... Oof. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I just... You know, maybe, maybe the Raiders try to move on next year if you know if the Raiders are really bad and they have a top pick and Trevor Lawrence is in the draft I mean they might go up, try to go after Trevor Lawrence I could see that yeah um that'd be a hell, a hell of a splash I mean <clears throat> I'll say but no I don't I just don't I I don't know where Brady would go and I don't really know where Rivers would go so I think that Brady either retires or stays a Patriot yeah, I and just I, I just find it also find it hard to believe that Bob Kraft wouldn't give Brady whatever the hell he wants 
for how much Brady's done for the organization, it yeah. seems weird that they would kind of kick him to the curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree there. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of all I had for football this week. Super Bowl. I mean, I guess the XFL is starting. So more bets. More bets, more football, baby. Yes, sir. Um, it's been a busy week. Teams have been busy. Teams in multiple leagues have been busy. Uh, oh so there's three up here. We can yeah. start with whatever you want. Michael's more of the specialist on this thing, so I'm going to kind of take yeah, a little I'm, bit more of a backseat role here. I'm kind of here. a real big nerd when it comes to the transaction. Um, this yeah. is a man who spends more time in franchise mode trading players than playing games. You're goddamn right. Don't forget scouting. Yeah, and scouting, yeah. Um, all right, so I'll first start with uh, what, was, what happened. What happened tonight? Just to, you know, recency. So my so obviously the NBA trade line is on Thursday at it's noon noon Pacific time, and uh, you know I was just getting ready to watch the Heat play the Clippers, which they lost, which was very depressing. But uh, that I will say that Clippers team fucking scary. Dude. No, they're they're a hell of a good team. I. That was my little sideboard because that's going to be the last thing that I can really <laughs> yeah well say with confidence. Let, let, let the franchise franchise boy take over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Miami tonight it was reported that obviously Andre Iguodala has been very very unhappy in Memphis. He hasn't played. He's just, which I don't really get why he's unhappy in Memphis. It's a great place to play. But it it was reported from Woj that and numerous other sources that. Memphis tra- has traded Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat. And it was reported that that part was, I guess, not finished because I guess they ended up having, I don't know who, but apparently there's a third team that's coming in on this trade. I, for whatever reason, I'm not sure. But as of now, the trade is Justice Winslow for Andre Iguodala. And after Andre Iguodala was reportedly signed, or he was traded, he signed a two-year $30 million extension. Which, wow, the NBA has done a really great job with tampering, haven't they? Because two minutes after a trade is announced for Miami, in that trade that shows, oh, by the way, he signed a two-year, $30 million extension with that team. Tampering. Definitely not in the NBA. Um, But I think it's a really solid pickup. I think that that's a lot of money for Andre Guadalla. Well, it's a team option the second year, yes, right? Yes, which makes it, which definitely makes it better. A little bit. Um, a little bit. I'm definitely happy with, with the team option. But, you know, if Miami's contending, then it's great because they have a great veteran presence who's a damn good player and a Finals MVP, so he mm-hmm. has that, you know, experience. And you know, if they if they let him walk after next year, then. They let them walk, and if not, then they have $15 million, and then they have a $15 million cap off the books for 2021 where uh, Giannis is a free agent. And we all know that Pat Riley's going to go after the big whales because that's what he said he's going to do. Uh, well, which I don't I don't see Giannis leaving, which I don't – honestly, I don't really – I think w- he stated that he doesn't want to. On, it, he, I think he said that as long as Milwaukee's contending, he'll stay. Hmm. Which, honestly, I don't really want to see Giannis leave. The only other place I want him is in Miami, obviously. But I, ideally, I, I'd, I'd want him to stay just because it's cool for Milwaukee. Mm. And Papa, Papa Aaron's a part owner of the, of the Bucks, so that, you know, 
Um, but yeah, it was kind of a weird night because I, it was, I guess it was stated that the third team, the three team trade won't be official till like tomorrow before the deadline. Cause I guess they have to work some kinks out, but it seems like it's going to be a mixture of like justice Winslow, uh, James Johnson. Cause both James Johnson and Dion waiters were not playing tonight, nor were they dressed. And apparently, uh, James Johnson's people have basically said, yeah, we fully expect him to be traded. Which, that's probably a pretty good indication he's getting traded. Which, <clears throat> I mean, that's, what, $40 million off the books almost? Because James's contract is like 16 a year, and Dion's like 12, and then Justice's is like 13. That's a lot of money off the books. And, you know, you slot in Iggy, who's making, I think, 17. And then, I guess, the other part of this deal is uh, Danilo Gallinari... Uh, I guess Miami's been looking at a lot, and he might be coming to Miami as well, which, a shooter, which you can never have too many shooters. So, I'm honestly, if if they can get those contracts off the books, and they get Gallo, and they get Iguodala, that's, Pat Riley's back, baby. Just Pat, maybe. I mean, getting Jimmy Butler with no cap space over the offseason, and now this, and... Who knows what he'll do in free agency next year? I mean, he's he's built a contender, so yeah. I think that kind of like kind of like Green Bay. I think Green Bay's a little bit more ahead than the Heat, but Miami's they're inching close to that content, contender line. So, hmm. all right. I mean, so I, I think they're a hell. I think they're a hell of a good team. Although they kind of got smacked by the Clippers, but that's not really anything to be ashamed of. Especially not in this league, especially when they're you know down a few guys, but. You know, they were down hero as well. And so. both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were playing tonight, Ugh. which is not something that happens for the Clippers very often. Yes, just fortunately we're one of those teams that they're like, oh, we should probably play because they're a good team. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, that wasn't even the biggest transaction of the NBA this week, though. No, it wasn't because there was a, I believe, a it was a four-team 12-player trade. Mammoth of a deal. And it left the Rockets with uh, their tallest player being, I believe, 6'5". Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what the Rockets are exactly doing. Um, Playing positionless basketball. Yeah. So I guess what the full trade was, the it's, it's a long one. The Hawks received Clint Capella and, and Nene, which I didn't really know Nene was still playing. Uh, the Rockets receive Jordan Coving- or Robert Covington, sorry, Jordan Bell, a second-round pick. The Timberwolves receive Malik Beasley, Jer- uh, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, what is Juancho Hernandez? Her- I don't know his first name. Evan Turner, draft picks, and the, and the Nuggets get Shabazz Napier and a first-round pick. That is a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. I don't know if that'd be possible to even do on 2K. Um, I think it would be possible. I think it'd be possible, but good lord, that is a lot of things to nail into place. And making salaries match, and that's just... I I don't really know why this happened. <laughs> Maybe they were just like, oh, let's get fresh faces in here. You four, you're gone. 
You three, you're gone. Pursuing you... supposed needs at the trade deadline. I mean... Which, I mean... Okay. I, I guess depth? And, and, Could be. Unless Certainly the, not and, height. Unless you're the Rockets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and watching Houston sports implode is just... It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. Yeah, for, for a place that I really like, I really hate like most of the like sports teams in that state. Yeah. Oh, well. I can just vehemently root against them if I live there. Yeah. Oh, well. I suppose a short minor <coughs> blurb about that is Pete Rose is now... Oh, yeah. ...demanding reinstatement because if the MLB is okay with letting the Houston Astros cheat their way to a World Series yep. win without any kind of penalty, Real then... Repercussions. Why is he being held out for betting on his own team? Exactly. I mean, betting on his own team when the Astros were cheating, and none of the players that were caught cheating have been thrown out of the league, which, by the way, they still should be. Yeah. Fuck that little midget Altuve. <laughs> Fuck Bregman. <laughs> Chuck the... Get rid of him. Gone. Out. Out of this league. So it, so should uh, Alex Cora and uh, AJ Hinge. Go I don't, the like I said, I, I don't think anybody in the league's gonna hire him back on. They, I, you're right, but I just for the sake of just baseball to prove fans, a point. just for, yeah. just to prove a point, they should be just thrown in the league, gone. Mm. And I, I think Bregman Altuve should be also be chucked from the league, but that's my opinion. Dude, the boos all season are going to be glorious. Oh yeah, it's it's hilarious too because I never thought I'd ever see Dodgers and Yankees fans come together. But it, like on Twitter, it's like Dodgers, Angels, and Yankees fans like all come together and like listen. When we play each other, we don't like each other. But fuck the Astros. Everybody can agree. Nobody likes a cheater, which is such a shame. I used to like Altuve so much. I and then it turns out that oh, he's, he's a hack. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I never, I mean, I really liked the Astros, and I, I didn't mind Altuve. Even when he beat the Dodgers, I didn't really mind him. I just thought, oh, okay, well, he's a, he's a damn good baseball player. Uh, perhaps, but we'll never know now. Mm. Yeah, well, oh well. Fuck the Astros. Hey, speaking of baseball, that, they were trading some stuff, too. Uh, this was... You know, a couple of minor pieces here and there. <laughs> nothing, yeah, just, just nothing big. mookie fucking bets. That's all. Just mookie bets. One, probably the maybe second best player in the in Major League Baseball. Behind... Mike Trout. Mm. The greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Fair enough. Uh, yes. So, as we're, as we're recording this, uh, there's a slight snag in the mookie bets deal. With one of the uh, prospects of the Dodgers are trading, like I guess, his medical. I don't think there's an issue an issue with the medical, but I guess Boston has said that uh, they see him more as a relief pitcher, uh, and I guess he was slated as a starter. And so, because obviously a starter pitcher, starting pitcher is worth a little bit more than a relief pitcher, they kind of say, "Hey, we kind of want a little bit more," which I guess I understand. I mean, this at first I was like. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Because oh well, no, no Mookie. But this... and you're used to disappointment when it comes to pursuing important yes correct. pieces. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I never thought this trade was gonna get done. So I mean, <laughs> I didn't either. 
to be honest. Uh, yeah, but basically, I mean, this happened, this actually, this same exact thing happened with the Machado trade a couple years ago, and obviously that went through, so I'm not too worried about it. I think I think that they'll probably just get it all figured out tomorrow, tomorrow. but yeah, so the trade, I mean, the trade was cr- I mean, crazy, because it ended up being like a three-team deal, basically, and then there's a completely separate deal. So the main trade was first LA traded um to Minnesota uh Kenta Maeda uh and in return got uh Bruzdar uh Gratero, I think his name is he's a pitcher he apparently the dude throws like 100 mile an hour sinkers uh <laughs> dude's apparently okay. really damn good uh and so mile an hour breaking balls <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I mean, singers are kind of like dipping fastballs, kind of. But, yeah. But it, so in return, so in return, they got this that uh, pitch uh, pitching prospect, and then uh, the Dodgers take him and Alex Verdugo and trade Alex Verdugo and him to Boston, and in return get Mookie Betts, David Price, and I believe Boston is paying about half of the remainder of David Price's salary, which is ninety six million over three years. So LA will probably have to pay like forty five of it. So that's not the end. That's not too too bad. You have to eat three years of David Price for Mookie Betts. I'm perfectly okay with that. Mm-hmm. And besides, if David Price can come back to being a decent pitcher, that's a really good pitcher. Um, which I'm I am very sad about Verdugo. I I really like the kid. He was just. He was an, he was another guy like Puig who well except he didn't really have any issues off the field per se, he just was a guy who had a lot of energy and fa- fans loved him. I mean I go when I go to games I'm always in the pavilion because well they're cheap seats and that's where all the drunk fans are and that's when it's the most fun. Um, but basically what I mean I remember during a game it was Verdugo's birthday and you know people in the crowd were singing happy birthday to him like in, in between innings and Alex kind of wa- waved at everyone and he also played a, a like a mariachi song as, as a walk up song and every time he would come off the bat everyone would cheer so mm-hmm. it was just Doogie was, was a, he was a great guy he was a great I mean he's a great player young player and but he was just he had to be part of the deal that was just the guy the Red Sox was like look if you're not giving us Gavin Lux or or you know Dustin May this is who we want. And he had to be the centerpiece of it, which sucks. But the Dodgers have movie bets, so I can't really be mad about it. Um, so I mean, supposedly they have him as long as the trade goes through, which, please, dear God, go through. Um, and separately, the Dodgers traded Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling for Luis uh, Rangifo, I think his name is. Um, which I don't really know much about Luis, but... I know that Jock and Ross are two. I mean, Ross is kind of a bullpen guy who's not amazing. He's still young, so he could have gotten better. But he not amazing, but he's a really smart dude. He's actually uh, a stockbroker and a podcaster on the side. Wow! So, dude's dude's he's a smart dude. Um, Jock, I I'm a, I'm gonna miss Jock. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, he's a really he was a really clutch player for the Dodgers when not many people were clutch for the Dodgers. Um, I mean, he... I remember his rookie year, he was in the home run derby. 
um, was neck and neck with with Chris Bryant for the rookie of the year until well Chris Bryant was became Chris Bryant, and you know Jock's a guy that I've kind of joked around about a lot just because well it's kind of easy he's kind of got that look he can make fun of Jock at some, at times but I still. You know, I appreciate what Jock's done. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't really have to move, so that's cool. But uh, although one thing that's kind of cool, though, is that when Jock was in the Home Run Derby, he is he has a little brother named Champ. And he's, I forget exactly, I think he has either Down syndrome or, I guess, like severe autism. One of those two things. And I guess his, like, favorite player is Albert Pujols. And I remember, like, during the Home Run Derby, like, Pujols came over to Champ, gave him a big hug. And now Jock's gonna get to play with Albert Pujols, so that's cool. That that that's cool. Yeah. That's so that cool. that was that was something that I was like, you know, that's damn cool. Oh. Um, so you know, I I'm definitely gonna miss Jock, but you know, it it's a business of things. You're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get rid of players that you like if it's for you know, like I like Mookie Betts, who's a top five player in the league yeah you're not going to be able to make that transaction without some kind of blood being shed essentially but what in the actual hell the boston red sox doing trading away a generational talent mookie bets Um, (laughs) oh because gosh i really couldn't tell you because dear lord i mean maybe they believe that it's time to blow it up start again i mean i guess i mean i guess i i remember hearing um, I think it was Jeff Passan on the Lebetard show today that I guess the Red Sox are trying to be like the Dodgers, um, by, you know, getting rid of expensive contracts and kind of, I guess, starting over building a farm system. Cause I mean, David Price has an expensive contract. Mookie Betts wants, you know, probably wants R- Rendon and Harper money. Um, but which he's going to get. I'm really hoping it's the Dodgers, but who knows? Um, but we'll see. I think I think that the Red Sox have, the Red Sox could have afforded Mookie Betts. There's there's no way that they can say that we couldn't afford him. When John Henry is a multi multi billionaire, I believe he owns a couple other teams who he's paying. But I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure John Henry is the owner of like Manchester United. Jeez. So. You can afford Mookie Betts, but hey, I'm not complaining. I think they just—they probably just think it's time to restart. I—I I mean, I guess maybe they think that oh, we can't compete with the Yankees, so we're just gonna blow it up and wait for another year where we can. Which, which it's certainly an outlook to have. I mean, I mean, it's—it's it's puzzling to me why they would trade a guy like that. But I mean, I get—I—I I don't know if the reports are true. I mean, this might just be Boston trying to cover their own asses. Could be. But they said that, I guess they offered Mookie like a 10-year, $300 million contract. And he said, and he countered with 12 years, 420. Which, that's not, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of money. And I, I I just, you know, good for Mookie for wanting his money. I'm I'm never going to begrudge a guy for wanting to get what he's owed because. Is he owed? Twelve years, forty-two million or four hundred twenty million. Um, and that's what the market says he's worth. That's what he's worth. Mm. Fair I enough. Mean, that's what that's what Trout got. So Mookie. So I mean, 
Market dic- market dictates it. So, yeah, I mean, it's true. It's Garrett, true. Garrett Cole got nine years, three hundred twenty-five million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how? Uh, For a... money makes the world go round, baby. <laughs> I mean, I just giving a pitcher that kind of money is just obscene. Oh, I don't disagree. Uh, but you know, I, I Cole. I mean, Cole's young, so that's helpful. But when he's going to be making thirty-five million dollars in his like year, th- like age thirty-seven season, yeah. I don't know. The Yankees win two World Series. It doesn't matter. It's worth it. Yeah, exactly. So that's that, I mean, that's that's my thing too. Is if the Dodgers win a World Series this year, but Mookie goes off to like the Rangers and they pay him all the money in the world, was the trade worth it? Absolutely. Anything to get a ring. Now I want Mookie long term because, and I think I've heard, I've seen reports that the Dodgers are kind of playing the, playing the long haul for this. They want Mookie long term. Makes um, sense. Which, yeah, I would hope so. But you know, if the Dodgers win a World Series and Mookie leaves, will I be sad? Yes. Will I be fully disappointed? No. Yeah. If they get a really. ring, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. So I mean, I just. I'm happy. I'm just waiting for the trade to be like, okay, the trade's official. You guys can stop panicking. Um, <laughs> you want to get that confirmation. Exactly. I yeah. mean, that, I was a lot more nervous about the Machado thing last year. But now that I've kind of been through it, it's more like, okay, people really like screwing the Dodgers over. They really like making them sweat. But the Red Sox want to get this deal done too for some reason. But it's going to get done eventually. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's all I got for Mookie. Um, can't wait for him to be a Dodger. He, he looks great in Dodger blue. It'll be fantastic. I can't wait for the introductory press conference. All right. Well, uh, let's take it back to the NBA then. <clears throat> and I can pick up this part. Yeah. Should I came up with the segment. So uh, how does it feel being about, <laughs> what, three weeks removed now from the return of our Lord and Savior? Oh. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful... It's been a, a beautiful week because let's totally forget the fact that since the return of one Zion Williamson, Williamson. the Pelicans are still like... Shit. Under 500. Yeah. Which, again, is literally just to the league into a false sense of security. I keep saying it. It's going to happen. Okay, he's averaging like 22 and 8, I want to say. Something like that. I looked it up earlier. That's about what it Mm is. Um, The stat that I thought was interesting, I doubt it's true anymore, but it was something like 87% of all of his shots either went in or he rebounded himself. It was something like 79%, I think. Oh, it was. Okay. Still a lot. Yeah. Love that, love that effort, like genuinely and unironically. I love somebody that chases their own shots yes. and is willing to push that hard. And the kid can go. Um, he, he needs to lose a few pounds, though. He he he's chunky. No, he's perfect the way he is. How dare you? I'm sorry. How very I'm, dare I'm, I'm you, sorry. sir? I just I want him to have a good career. ESPN would not cram this down my throat for six months if he wasn't a perfect human being. True. I'm sorry. How how could I forget about Zion? Yeah. God King Zion. God King please. Zion Williamson, yes. Yeah, as his friends call him. <laughs> his friends call him God King. Yeah. It's, wow. 
Some friends. Yeah. No, I, you know, Zion's been good. I, he really struggled last night, but I forget exactly who they play. But it was the a, Bucks. Oh well, that hmm, that's why. See, you 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 would know this if you were up to date and wanted your soul to be saved in the same way that mine is. See, I get my soul saving f- directly from you. So. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. So, well, yes. I'm happy to uh, uh, what's the word? Proselytize. Sure, man. Sure. That. Um. But yeah, no. Let Let's talk about their loss to the Bucks and not their loss to the Rockets because. Eee. <laughs> yeah, we don't want. We don't. ESPN doesn't want to talk about that. No. Let's no. 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 The Bucks. No. That's. Bucks. Zion yeah. is here. That's yeah. the important thing. Zion. Yes. The Zion. era has begun. Um. God, King Zion. And he, he's just getting going. Zion is just. He's just heating up, ladies and gents. He is just heating up. He is about to go on an absolute tear that the NBA will just have to give him Rookie of the Year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which uh, speaking anyway. of people on tears, though, there's a man out in the Pacific Northwest who uh, genuinely has been yeah. on a tear. I, I see the whiteboard. It says Dame equals God. Then you know I I kind of agree with you. Perhaps he's been going God mode. Dude's <laughs> dropped his two uh, K difficulty to rookie. He's been balling out, averaging forty nine and a half points over the yeah. last ten games, <laughs> I believe. Uh, shooting, I think it was like fifty four percent from the three point line. Just dude's an animal. Dude, he's playing some of the best basketball of his career right now. Um, and if only they, you said this earlier, if they hadn't been bagged by crappy basketball at the start of the year, uh, this could be a, you know, run that's taking them into, uh, you know, like a top five seed. I don't know exactly where they are in the West right now. They're, I think, I think they were like eighth or like, they're like battling for eighth position. Battling for eighth. Yeah. I mean, this could be the run that took them from like fourth to third I mean, maybe but just had kind of a rough season to start yeah no it was it was a really rough start for them which shocked everyone um and didn't shock me fair enough they picked up a certain sandbag oh yes yes they picked up a certain hassan a certain hassan whiteside who is known to be but it's streaky. It's and well, that no, definitely didn't not help. streaky. He's known to play well in contract years. Oh, and then when he gets his money, not give a shit. Mm. That's although it's weird because he's in a contract year this year. That is weird. That is he weird. He should be getting triple doubles with blocks, but guess not. Yeah, guess not. But yeah, now Dame has been playing out of his mind. Um, I'm happy to see because God damn it, I love watching Dame. Yeah. Yeah, me too. One of probably my single favorite player to watch. Period. It's between for me. It's between Dame and Jimmy. But that's fair. Um, I mean, Jimmy's a guy to watch if you just love IQ and effort. Dame's just a guy to watch if you want like highlights. What the fuck moments? Just how can somebody be that good? Yeah. Kind of moment. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I did just want to shout that out really quick. Yeah. Um, obviously, there has been one other major event in the world of basketball that has happened in our uh, week off. 
which uh, was the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant in a helicopter accident in Calabasas. Um, we probably have nothing to add on this that you haven't already heard from yeah. other people, uh, even though we mean it just as much. I yeah. mean, the dude was a legend. He was proximal to almost all of my childhood memories of basketball at a professional level. I mean, for him, for me at least, I mean, I grew up in L.A., but I I wasn't a Laker fan, but... I, I just remember him and Wade going at it, you know, all the time. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was feeling, I was, you know, the weekend I was just feeling like crap, and I, wo- I woke up and I just was kind of hanging out, and all of a sudden I just, I, I just randomly scrolled through Twitter, and I see TMZ, Kobe Bryant dead. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. Is this a troll? Like, what what's going on? I was totally, I was waiting to hear within, like, because it sounds like such a celebrity death hoax type right, thing. Right, right. Obviously, turned out not to be, but I was just waiting to get, like, some Instagram post or some tweet from Kobe, like, yeah, I don't know where that rumor I mean, came from. I mean, I was just waiting for, you know, for his, his you know, his him to log on to his Twitter account and say, guys, I don't know what what's going on, I'm good. I mean, it happened to Rick Fox, which people thought Rick Fox was on the helicopter. Yeah, and his agent said no, it's he's fine. And I mean, I remember hearing. I guess I saw the news, and then like a few minutes later, I guess someone that I followed retweeted something where it was either the Calabasas Police Department or it was like some someone that basically reported that there was a helicopter crash somewhere, and it yeah. was just heart sinks, and it's just who else is on board, and then it's yeah, genuinely heartbreaking. I mean, and then I I remember seeing you know. There are five people on board, and I remember people saying, "Oh, his all of his daughters were on the helicopter," and I just said, "Oh, please, God, no!" And, God, yeah. And then there was a report that his daughters weren't on board, and it was, "Oh, th- this is still horrible," but thank God his daughters are okay. And then Gianna was on board. Yeah, it was absolutely I, tragic. I just I couldn't stop looking at the news. It was morbid, um, and it was crazy, because it was just, as I was sitting there, yeah. you know, more of this was spilling out, and I was like, I was like speechless. I was yeah, like, no, I, this is somebody, a, literally an icon <laughs> of our time. Like, everybody knows who Kobe is. It's I mean, like, he, gone like that. I mean, he, he's... As close to MJ as we ever as we ever got to watch. I mean, he's, yeah, pretty much. Um, and he was genuinely, you know, a good uh, other dude. than maybe LeBron. Yeah. Well, uh, Kobe's more of MJ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. Well, LeBron's his own freak of nature, special, athlete. just kind of transcendent. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, for sure. I, I mean, I just, I just remember waking up and seeing that thing. I mean, the no closest way. thing that I remember of this is just Jose Fernandez. And that was what I immediately thought, but it was just, it was so much bigger because I grew up watching Kobe. I mean, yeah. I, I knew, I mean, Jose Fernandez was my favorite pitcher in the major leagues to watch. I loved watching him pitch. I thankfully got to see him pitch once, but he was, I mean, it was, he was, you know, 
26, 27 years old, which, you know, made it even more horrific. But, you know, I didn't really... I knew him for a few years. I knew him as this, you know, this guy who was going to get paid $300 million. Yeah, as opposed to the dude who's been a fixture of basketball. As a dude who's a top for... five player of all time. Yeah, well, yeah, really. I mean, Isn't that what it is? I mean, he's just someone who's been in L.A. He's just... When you think of L.A., you think of the Lakers. When you think of the Lakers, you think of Kobe. Exactly, yeah. And, and then you think of all of the other people that have gone through that door. Yeah, I mean, it's... Not Magic, not Kareem, not you know, not the Bus family, not Jerry West. It's it's Kobe. Yeah, it's Kobe. Kobe. And you know the outpouring of, I mean it's, it's heartbreaking to see all of the you know videos that have come out, all of uh, the murals. And oh the, God, dude! It, the flowers and seconds of silence and all of that stuff and. The huge outpourings from like Devin Booker and Trey Young and people like that. I mean, um, but it's also really heartwarming. Too. No, it is. But I, I remember, I think the thing that always killed me though is when, is you see the video of Kobe like just coaching Gianna on like, yeah on this. It was I think it was in like Brooklyn. And yeah, it I think just, it was at a Nets game. And that one just kills me. I yeah, mean, it just. It's just I think the most heartwarming thing I've I've heard that where you know people have come up to Kobe and said like man you gotta have a boy you gotta keep on the legacy and Gianna says no no I got this <laughs> yeah and you know you've heard all this stuff and it's just it's still shocking to think that Kobe Bryant's gone yeah it's not easier I mean it. Because you just, you see it every day, there's something about Kobe, there's some story, there's... Some new bit of his dedication and hard work comes out, yeah. or somebody has something to say about it. And then of course crazy. the news, like the reporters that are like, oh don't forget Kobe, Kobe raped someone, except... Uh, except the charges were dropped, <laughs> you, you know. Just forget that part. Forget that. Part. I mean, I, oh, you, you knew that was. We coming. can't just, you know, let let a tragedy. Sit. We have <laughs> no, to find no. a way to add asterisks and cast any tiny speck of dust we can on it. Yeah, you, know, you can't. Just don't show any compassion. Just say, oh, by the way, this happened. He he was acquitted. But... <sighs> All right. Yeah, we know he means a lot to a lot of people, but here's why he sucks. Y yeah. Hey, go fuck yourself. Cool. Yeah. Are you the type of person who sits in a movie theater and bitches about every inconsistency in a movie you can find, too? I mean, probably. And then, like, anytime you're watching, like, a historical movie, you're like, well, this it didn't actually happen. It didn't happen this way, and, well, he actually killed somebody, so. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't be the hero here. It's a work of fiction, buddy. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah, just. No, that you knew that was coming, but it just it's still God, hey, yeah. let, let a tragedy just just let it sit. Let please. people mourn for God's sake. Let people mourn a man who defined an era of basketball for them. I mean, like, I just seeing Shaq just bawling on national television just that hurts. And then you know they did the then Jerry West talked about Kobe and you know he talked about how he he was basically a son to him and that just yeah yeah i just 
I can't imagine what Kobe, what Kobe's wife Vanessa is going through. Yeah, obviously you know? our thoughts and prayers go out to them. It's important to remember yeah. that there were you Others know seven other people famous. on board. Our you know our hearts go out to everybody involved in that. Any type of tragedy like that, um, you know. And I don't really have any <laughs> positive stuff to finish the show I, off. Um, but I, just, I did want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, I just it's, it was important, you know. Say we love you. Keep pooping in heaven. Um, <laughs> and just remember that you created a entire generation of people. Whenever they shoot anything in a trash can, they yell Kobe. And that's the real legacy. But now it's when you ch- chuck something, you yell Kobe, and then you you know. Yeah. Bless up. Send your love up to him. I mean. You got baseball players doing that when they're chucking chucking balls in their buckets. I mean, if that ain't a legacy, <laughs> I don't know what is. Genuinely, I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just glad that you know over the past few years I've gotten to appreciate Kobe more and more. Yeah. Um, and I think I've done that a lot more with athletes instead of being like, oh, he's so much better than him. He sucks. It's just he, like, he's hey. a meathead. Yada it's yada like, yada. Hey, but appreci- like appreciate them because you don't know when they'll be gone. Exactly. Um, you know, I think that everyone, everyone on the night Kobe dropped sixty in his final game, everyone was rooting for Kobe for Kobe Bryant. I night. shed a tear. I know I did. I, I, I didn't shed a tear, but holy shit, was I excited! I, I, it felt weird rooting for Kobe Bryant and the Lakers because of how many times <laughs> Kobe. Did some, mm-hmm. he he had a game winner against the Heat? Mm-hmm. He uh, mm-hmm. he uh, you know they were always in the finals. Mm-hmm. And I get to listen to obnoxious Laker fans talk. Mm-hmm. I'm staring directly <laughs> at you. Uh huh. But everyone was rooting for Kobe that night. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he, you know, rest in peace, Mamba. Absolutely. And that's, that's all I got, man. I mean, I... Yep, me too. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, hopefully we'll be back to uh, doing these weekly and not dropping anymore. Uh, we love you all. Uh, and we promise that ho- hopefully next week we, we'll just be happy throughout. We'll be happy throughout and coughing a lot less. Pray yeah. for health. Pray for happiness. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, guys.